hello, and welcome to the Training for Climbing podcast. I'm Eric Hurst, and I've finally come out of my book writing bunker, where I've been holed up for much of the past year, and I'm happy to bring you a new podcast. In this episode, we're going to delve into the subject of climbing performance, and I'm going to serve up eight powerful tips for breaking through to the next level this season. No matter your age or experience, you possess unlimited potential to improve your climbing performance and quality of experience. Breaking barriers and revealing a new level of experience in the steep demands that you develop a new personal plan and course of action. In a sense, you need to reinvent yourself by bringing new ideas, goals, strategies, and people into the fold. Ultimately, you must grow to become a different climber than you are right now, learning to live with greater self-awareness, focus, and discipline. Toward this end, here are eight tips for taking your game to the next level this season. Employ all of these strategies, and I guarantee you that not only will you climb better, but you will also come to discover more freedom and joy in your vertical adventures. Okay then, here's tip number one. Accept that you don't know it all and that you have a vast potential to improve. Regardless of your level of expertise, recognize that there's always room for improvement. Even the best climber in the world is an imperfect climber. So what's that mean for me and you? Strive to regain a beginner's mindset by fostering a constant curiosity that will empower you to discover new techniques, strategies, and distinctions of how to climb more efficiently. Be a voracious learner and lifelong student of the steep. Whenever you have the chance, tap into the wisdom of older climbers that you meet and feed yourself a steady stream of high-quality media that informs and inspires. There are many great books on climbing instruction. I encourage all passionate climbers to build a library of reference books that will spur on learning for many years to come. Of course, I've written a few books that I hope you'll check out if you haven't already. But I also encourage you to read some of the other excellent texts on the subject, including recent training books by Steve Bechtel, the Anderson Brothers, and the popular Gimme Craft book by German coaches Dickie Korb and Patrick Matros. And I'm happy to tell you that the massively expanded third edition of my Training for Climbing book will be released this summer. Please check it out. Tip number two is to engage in regular climbing practice. While many people go climbing every time with the sole purpose of climbing for performance, that is, projecting and climbing at their limit, it's important that you frequently break from this MO and go climbing with the intention of learning new skills and improving quality of movement with little regard for absolute difficulty. Make it your mission this season to experience as many different types of rock, technique and styles, and climbing areas as possible in order to build a more diverse skill set and cultivate climbing expertise. Becoming a master climber demands that you explore beyond the margins of the known and willfully expose yourself to new situations that will stress you in new ways and ultimately give birth to new skills, physical capabilities, and mental toughness. Tip number three is to focus on the process of climbing, not the outcome or the greatness of your accomplishments. It's important to recognize that your thoughts cannot be focused on the present moment 
if you're pondering success, falling, or your irrational fears of failure and embarrassment. Climbing up to your capabilities demands that you narrow your concentration onto the things immediate to your performance, such as setting precise foot placements, relaxing your grip, and moving quickly to the next rest position. Make it your new MO to let each climb unfold one move at a time, and let the outcome take care of itself. Stay in the moment, remain humble, learn from the climb, and enjoy the experience regardless of the outcome. Tip number four, take control of your breathing. Staying calm in times of stress and maintaining a peak performance state throughout the climb demands that you play a more proactive role in your breathing. Engage in a few minutes of deep breathing before every climb and then check in on your breathing at every rest position. Slow, deep belly breaths will lower your arousal reduce muscular tension, increase oxygenation of the blood, and calm your nerves. Practice slow, deep breathing at school, work, and at home, and you will gradually develop the habit of breathing in this beneficial way. Tip number five, regularly direct your focus inward and observe the nature and quality of your thoughts. Perhaps the most powerful thing you can do to improve your climbing is to improve the quality of your thinking. Increasing your thought control begins with developing greater self-awareness of your thoughts and the actions that follow them. It's a fact that most actions, helpful or hurtful, are preceded by a specific thought or sensory input. So, beginning today, pause frequently to ponder your thoughts and how they influence your feelings and actions. This is especially important in the minutes before starting up a climb. Strive to seize control of your inner dialogue and modify your thinking in helpful ways. Direct positive, productive self-talk and create mental imagery that will enhance your confidence and create positive, empowering feelings. Tip number six is to become a better fear manager. Make it your goal this season to proactively mitigate the risks associated with the fears you deem legitimate but be quick to identify and dismiss illegitimate fears such as the fear of embarrassment and failure. It's also important to change your interpretation of the fear response by acknowledging that some butterflies and nervous energy are a natural part of climbing. The key is to redirect this energy source to enhance your focus and commitment rather than letting it scare you off the climb. Finally, adopt the attitude that it's okay to fall assuming it's a safe fall. By willingly accepting this fate, you totally dissolve the fear of failure that weighs down so many climbers. Tip number seven, develop the self-discipline to sacrifice greatly in the name of reaching your goals. Here's a powerful mental exercise that you can perform right now. Get out a piece of paper and write down what activities, possessions, or sour relationships you could give up right now in order to free up more mental, emotional, and physical energy. By freeing up more mental and physical resources, and by cutting free from the people and things that emotionally weigh you down, you can almost instantly elevate your sense of well-being and accelerate progress toward your goals. Remind yourself that achieving greatly demands that you sacrifice greatly. Think of one of your climbing heroes, such as Chris Sharma, Lynn Hill, Tommy Caldwell, or Yuli Steck, 
and you are thinking of someone who sacrificed greatly and toiled almost ceaselessly in the pursuit of their goals. Now, imagine what great things you might accomplish if you can similarly narrow your focus and leverage uncommon self-discipline. And tip number eight, surround yourself with positive people and inspiring images. Make it your approach to climb, train, and socialize with positive, energetic people while avoiding compulsive complainers and critics. Hanging out with negative, critical people will poison your mind, remove the luster from your climbing experiences, and sabotage your performance on the rock in a covert way that you may never realize. So it's vital that you nurture a more positive, goal-oriented mindset by hanging inspirational photos and quotes, as well as a list of your goals in places that you will see them throughout the day. This is one performance tip that you can apply to the extreme, and as a result, you can totally transform yourself into a more positive, energetic, and proactive person in all you do. Listen to uplifting music, read inspiring books, climb only with upbeat, can-do people, avoid social media trolls, and surround yourself with climbing pictures and mountain imagery that impart the wondrous beauty and spirit of our incredible sport. Well, that about does it for this episode of the Training for Climbing podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, be safe, be strong, and climb on.